Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are, whoever you are. This is Mike in Bed. I'm Josh. I'm Jasmine. And it is this. This is being recorded. <laughs> Woo! It's been on one of those the, weeks, eh? <laughs> on the eve of my thirty-first birthday. <laughs> so I'm excited for that because I. One, get to have cheesecake tomorrow. Yes, you asked for a cheesecake for your birthday. Asked for a cheesecake. I've been told I need to be an adult because my previous tradition had been uh, every year to have helmets of the teams playing in the Super Bowl imposed on a chocolate cake. Um, That tradition has come to an end, sadly, for a number of reasons. One, I'm turning 31 years old. Um, Two... The as of this broadcast, the teams playing in the Super Bowl have yet to be determined and won't be determined until the end of my birthday. Uh, go Niners, by the way. Um, and three, I really like cheesecake, and so that's what I get to eat. Yeah, but let's be clear. The only reason why you want cheesecake for your birthday is because I got cheesecake for my thirtieth. Yes. <laughs> Yep, and that was a very good decision. I think I ended up eating 75% of your cheesecake. That is true, yes. <laughs> so there's that. But, uh, I mean, it's all good. My reasoning behind getting cheesecake for my 30th, and I think is somewhat the same for you, other than some of the things you mentioned, because I 100% was not making you a football cake. Nope. Um, That's reason number four, by the way. You're a grown man. Like, that's cute yeah. when you're, like, 10. Once you start having kids, it's a hell of a lot harder to justify. N- no. Yes. No. Once you, like, hit 20, it's quite hard to no. justify. No. <laughs> but um, our son really likes cake, and he hates cheesecake. So if he... <laughs> If we get cheesecake, we know that we're eating the cheesecake, not him. Yeah. If we got any other type of cake, we would not be eating very much of it without a fight being put up. He would get angry every single time. Not only that, he wastes the cake. He eats the yeah, frosting. Yeah, just the frosting. It does the same thing with donuts. Yeah. Anything with frosting, just the frosting. And I know it's a it's a toddler thing. I know he will enjoy cake when he gets older see i feel like i've seen toddlers eat cake the kid just wants to show he wants the frosting yeah (laughs) he just doesn't care about anything else honestly a lot of times for him it's about the high yeah it's about the energy high of the sugar i mean and sugar tastes good it does like it does as a kid like it's delicious that's why you want it that's the ultimate dopamine hit for a kid yeah the sugar like i get it i get why he just wants to eat the frosting but i'd rather not so i picked a cake i knew he would hate exactly (laughs) that's what we do um but we won't reflect too much on that no Uh, we're gonna you you know if if i can't have this episode is me having my cake my cheesecake and eating it too because we get to relive our childhood by going back in time in in a sense and debating and discussing 90s sitcoms yeah 
there are some people out there because you just said your age who are going to be like you're not you're qualified not you can't to talk do about no. 90s. yeah no to that i say <laughs> i was born in 92 the early 90s and i have conscious memories in the 90s yeah me and too. there's this little thing called syndication <laughs> That allowed me to further enjoy those 90s shows. I will say there is something cool about those who were able to watch some of those episodes happen. I agree with that. I'm sure it would have been amazing, you know, to track and follow friends from week to week as you watch those characters and such. And we'll touch upon that show later, among others. But. Yeah, there's something to be said for that. You can't do that in this day and age as easily because everything is like, is it binge worthy? Yeah. You know, that's how we consume shows most of the time. And, you know, there's something to be said for having to wait that week or wait that summer and, you know, have the build up to it. I will um, say there are still a few like shows that come exclusively on streaming services that do... Yes. Through the week by week. And I appreciate that. I feel yeah. like it's a bit of a control that we all need. I feel like we all want instant gratification. Yep. And so, like, we'd rather binge watch something than kind of just, like, let it sit. Exactly. <laughs> so. um, yeah. I mean, I think it's a different time and, you know, there's something to be said for that. But I, I also enjoy, you know, if I have a two-hour time block and I want to watch some Seinfeld, I can do that. Yeah. which is pretty cool but let's let's dive into this here because there's a number of different um like different th- sides versus each other different networks different um types of shows so i want to ask you first would you have considered yourself more of a disney kid or a nick kid i definitely watched more nickelodeon growing up more nickelodeon? i don't think i got into disney until i was like very so it would have been out of the 90s. I would have been probably early teens. Okay. Yeah. Like, I didn't really get into Disney fully until about then. There were, like, some shows here and there, but we'll talk about that later. But there were some shows here and there that I really liked that were on Disney, sure. or at least affiliated with Disney. But in terms of, like, my daily consumption, consumption. of television, what the was... judgment. Uh. <laughs> what what would you say the ratio was like for the better part of the late nineties? Would you say Nickelodeon had it like eighty twenty, ninety ten? Oh jeez, you want to think back that far? Well, like, yeah, I get, exactly? I get serious. With I'm this pretty thing. sure I primarily watch Nickelodeon. Like I have memories of sitting down and watching Nickelodeon. Yeah, I don't I do have too. many memories of watching Disney. And it's nothing against Disney. I just think I found Nickelodeon more entertaining. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I so will probably eighty twenty if I'm going to be on. Because like I said, there I think there were shows here and there that were Disney affiliated shows. Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe it was on ABC or something, but it was one hundred percent Disney. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's there's that little thing, but definitely Nickelodeon. I would agree with that too a large extent and i think my ratio was very similar if we completely discount the disney channel original movies which are not sitcoms because those i was more likely to watch because my younger sister liked to watch them from a young yeah. age yeah i mean i wouldn't include that i mean those are, oh no no like no you said, those are movies yeah those so. are movies that doesn't <laughs> count absolutely 
So if you if you discount those, yeah, because like, if you include those, I would say the ratio changes a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of us watch the Disney yep. Channel movies. But... So just want to disqualify that from the get go. But um, my favorite uh, childhood sitcom was a Nickelodeon original, for sure. And I'm sure you know what that is. What uh, do I? You don't. I told you the other day. Animated or oh, Keenan yeah. and Cal. Yeah, Keenan oh, and Cal. Yeah. That's everyone. Oh, like, if God. you did not like Keenan and Cal growing up, I don't okay. like you anymore. <laughs> but there's a difference between liking Keenan and Cal and loving it, and just like adoring it. Like, I don't know if I adored it, but like, I, I was excited to watch it. If I, I get heard... excited watching it now as an adult. <laughs> If I heard those first four or five notes of that theme song, I was like a prairie dog, like popping up out of the ground. Yeah. And it was just the the energy that those two had. I always think of the tuna. The tuna. Luna tuna. And that's, I'm pretty sure that's the first or second episode, the Luna Tuna episode. <laughs> I dropped the, the screw in the, the tuna. tuna. It's just... And it's so funny because it's this like serious looking courtroom and he's there trying to salvage his friendship with Keenan and Keenan right. is just like, What are you doing? <laughs> Brilliant television. Oh. Every I, I I even now watching Keenan and Kel yeah. on like Paramount Plus or whatever. That was the only reason we don't have Paramount that, Plus that's, anymore. No, we don't. We couldn't I justify just, the, it. But. No, I just didn't like the interface. I thought it, they need to work Oh, well, on yeah. That. It, it was, was a terrible awful. interface. Maybe yeah. it's better now, but it was awful. But yeah. I seriously would just watch Paramount Plus for that. It yeah. was because we got all the Nickelodeon shows on there and I was like, and yes, even yes, now, yes, and yes. It's, it, they're still hilarious. Yeah. Like the, the, they passed the test of time because of the the dynamic that those two had it was just yeah it, they were a dynamic duo and uh is by far my favorite sitcom um from either from either network disney or nick um do you have a do you have a favorite like a children's sick because i feel like yeah. keenan and cal's more young adult it's a little young adult but maybe teen i don't know um I, enjoy, I appreciated and enjoyed many aspects of it at yeah. like age five, six, seven. I mean, because if that's the case, I absolutely loved Sister, Sister. Like, if yeah. you're talking, like, childhood, like, that was, like, my, my shit. Like, that was my show. Like, I was yeah. <laughs> queuing up to watch Sister, Sister, even to this day. What I love <laughs> about Sister, Sister, I mean, obviously, there's an inherent dynamic there. Yeah. Um, well, for me, it wasn't just, like, the dynamic. It's, like, they're black. Like, it yeah. was cool to see a black family on TV. And I, I know they're mixed race, but, like, just the overall show, like, the blackness of the show, like, these kids yeah. going to high school, like, Roger, like, it was really cool to see. My um, favorite part of the show was the dynamic between, uh, was it Tamara's dad yeah. and Tia's mom. Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Especially because she reminds me so much of my mom. And yes. like what I imagine my mom was like with my older sister. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I can totally picture that. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure that was the first like description that I gave you. When you're like, so what do you think of my mom? It's like, well, so she reminds me. <laughs> like, 
She reminds me a lot. <laughs> and I didn't like disagree. I was no, like, you yeah, didn't. I see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I agree. Sister, Sister is a fantastic show. And it was on for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will say I don't remember the later seasons much. Like the probably like the, definitely the last season. Um, when they're like full blown in college and stuff, like I don't remember. I remember parts of that season. I remember but not some as much. of it. I think yeah. there might be a couple of seasons when they're in college, but um, I think I enjoyed the ones when they're in high school a bit more. Yeah. But I, I, I think I'm pretty sure I've seen the entire series at yeah. least twice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great show. Um, the only one that uh. I really got into that I would say was live action and again this could be borderline like children's sitcom teen sitcom it's hard when they're live action but um, the one Disney one that I gravitated to was Even Stevens I don't know if you ever got into Even Stevens that much but what year was that it was he's like our age yeah but I'm pretty sure that started in the late 90s (laughs) we're about to see if that counts I'm about to get canceled. <laughs> I th- I could have sworn that started in the late 90s. Maybe it was 2000. It was 2000. That it does not count. Okay. Well, First episode was in two- I was like, they're like art. They were like, in that pre-production doesn't... in 1999. No. They conceptualized the it. The first episode did not come out to 2000. Therefore, that does not <sighs> count. Right. I'm well, sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that has to be a whole another episode. That's got to be another episode. We'll have to we'll have to swing back to that. But if that's the case, no. I mean, um, I know we've talked a little bit about, and again, it's hard with young adult sitcom overlap. Honestly, I can't think of a children's sitcom live action. Like, can you? No, I think that's why. Like, you want to talk about like animated children. Oh well, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> So let's talk. <laughs> let's talk uh, children's animated sitcoms. Yes. Um, now, I so again, I would say, even by a wider margin for me, Nickelodeon. Wins, oh yeah. Like yeah. Left and right. Yeah. I mean, there were some. Don't get me wrong. Disney had some good shows, but like, I don't fully remember that that well i remember nick nickelodeon's really well but yeah yeah sorry what would you consider to be the best children's animated sitcom for me like my favorite okay because i'm like the best i don't know if i'm qualified to make that your favorite basically (laughs) um i really liked rocket power that was that i don't know how many people first got on a skateboard or a surfboard because of that show but I was one of them. <laughs> so it didn't last long. I was like, how did that go? It lasted about a week or two. <laughs> but I did, in fact, get a skateboard. And I did, in fact, ride it. I did not have the power nor the rocket. So that's how that went. That is how that went. That's yes. a that's a really interesting answer, though. Yeah, I mean, it barely makes the cut, because I think it was, like, the end of the 90s. It was probably 98, 99. Yeah, because I remember, like, watching that as the episodes, and, and I was a little bit older, so, like, that was 
probably the one there. But if we want to, like, I don't know, when did the Rugrats? Like, I oh, feel like Rugrats I really, started in '91. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I I was into the Rugrats too. Like, if you want to get really like, I guess more actual '90s, since I know Rocket Power is very late '90s. Um, I guess I could get down with Rugrats. Rugrats. It was an interesting. Show. Rugrats was fascinating to me growing <laughs> up because. They were so good at taking these complex issues and filtering them through tiny children. And, like, yeah. The the one episode that kind of sticks out to me is the one where they're playing football for the chocolate milk. Like, there's a chocolate milk. yes. And Angelica (laughs) wants it. And so they're all chasing each other to try to get it. And it has, like, the audio commentary of the actual football game that the adults <laughs> are watching on television, but it also works with what the kids are doing. It's brilliant. Um, yeah. Yeah, Rugrats is always a solid choice. The part that makes me laugh, and you bring this up occasionally, I don't know what episode, like, which episode it is, but, like, when Stu's making the chocolate pudding yep. for it. <laughs> there are so many memes and little clips. <laughs> <laughs> Stu getting chocolate pudding for Angelica. <laughs> it's 3 a.m. <laughs> Lost control of my life. <laughs> and when you have kids, you you understand that moment hits hard. <laughs> it is true. It is funnier now that we have children than it would have been. Stu, probably. what are you doing? Making chocolate pudding. <laughs> it's 3 a.m. I've lost control of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was just they had a lot of tongue-in-cheek moments like that um but i liked too you know a lot of a lot of nickelodeon sitcoms that were animated uh, had moments like that and well just like well first let me tell your favorite and then yeah. we can just talk about nickelodeon yeah, and yeah, like yeah, animated sure. yeah so the one that always has a soft spot for me is hey arnold hey um, arnold and I think it was because I never, until we moved to Pittsburgh together, I had never lived in a city before. So it Very was a true. completely different world. And it just, like, Arnold's room was incredibly cool. And I remember the episode that sticks out to me with that show is the Chinese Checkers one. And even at a young age, I recognized it as, like, this very tongue-in-cheek parody of um chess like u.s chess because hey arnold's world was loosely based on new york city and um bobby fisher the chess player came up in new york city so it was like hey arnold's grandpa was basically a surrogate bobby fisher and uh plays this guy who is similar to boris spassky uh the name even sounds similar and it was just fascinating watching that storyline and being like, I kind of see what they're doing with this, you know. But yeah, a lot of, lot of little moments like that on Nickelodeon. As a kid, you interpreted all that? You mean yeah. like rewatching it? No, no, because okay. I was a weird kid. <laughs> okay, so. I was like, what? <laughs> no, no, I, I was a weird kid. Like I would, at like seven, eight years old, I would also watch um, ESPN Classic. Okay, and that they makes would sense have then. like they had a documentary. Um, I'm pretty sure they did a sports century on Bobby Fisher. Okay, I said so, it makes more sense now that yeah, you like. <laughs> I was able to synthesize all of that watching it, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. 
Disney yeah. Doug or Nickelodeon Doug? Oh, it's not even. Don't even. <laughs> Disney Doug should have never existed. Disney Doug is terrible. I can't remember a single moment from Disney Doug, <laughs> nor do I care to. Nickelodeon Doug was where it's at. Yeah, it was really good. Did they even go to the Honker Burger in Disney Doug? I don't. I don't, I don't think, think they did. So I don't have many moments. Of did they Disney try sushi? Dog that I no, they didn't. That was Nickelodeon Doug. Yeah. Yeah. What he were tries the sushi. other? Um, some other sh- like animated shows. Other animated shows from Nick. From if Nick. We're talk about Nick. Since we did say we prefer um, Nick over Disney. I know. In the past, you've mentioned as told by Ginger. Oh yes, as one. told so, by Ginger. Um, uh, was a wild thornberries. Wild thornberries. I watched that one. That was a good one. I remember they did that crossover movie with the Rugrats that we yes. saw in theaters. Um, other Nick shows that were animated. I'm sure there's. Tons. Oh, I feel so bad. We totally left out Cartoon Network. So yeah, Cartoon Network. <laughs> I mean. I was like, wait, I thought of a show, and I was like, that's not Nick. They're that's a little Cartoon different Network. because I feel like I feel like a lot of the format of those shows was a, a bit different. Like, they did some innovative things that it's hard to compare with Nick or Disney. Yeah. When you watch a Dexter's Lab episode, for example, it's just, it's vastly different. Like, it, the animation style is different. The I length is different. remember... I don't know what episode this is either, but when he like somehow gets small that he's like in the yep. dollhouse with yep. Barbie or whatever, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and he has the car. And <laughs> yeah, I mean my favorite is Hey Arnold, but probably the most Didi brilliant, was like the most intelligent. Dark and who else was on this? Like the highest quality show was probably Dexter's Lab. Yeah, it was great. I just you know. Growing up, you have a soft spot for certain things. Oh, yeah. It's like, I'm not going to sit here and say Citizen Kane's my favorite movie. Because it's not. But I can acknowledge that it's one of the yeah. five best films of all time. Because oh, yeah. of the impact it had. And Dexter's Lab is very similar. You can watch Dexter's Lab, you know, as a kid or today. And it's just tremendous. It's, yeah. It's good. Yeah. And they had a lot of other shows that were... You know, not quite on that level, but that were still really good. Like the Powerpuff Girls, I remember. Yep, um, yep. I watched that. Yep, and um, they had Johnny Bravo also. Oh, that was yeah. another one. <laughs> Johnny Bravo. Um, one animated show that Nick did that is technically a children's animated sitcom um, that a lot of people forget about is Rocco's Modern Life. No, I never forget about that. I used to watch that all the time. You're not a lot of people. <laughs> that was my sh- like. That was it's another show. show where like I, I get down with Rocco. Very good weird show. show. Yeah, weird, weird AF. I don't. <laughs> Very good social satire in but that one. But I would watch it. There was I don't know what it, it used to come on one of the networks in the morning, and I would watch it before I went to work. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean it. I feel like I can relate to Rocco now as an adult. And, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, did you ever get in Cat Dog? It's another Nick one. So I was thinking about Cat Dog while we were talking about Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> and Cat Dog was another weird one. I did watch it, but I don't think it was like, it wouldn't probably be on my list. That's fair. Like it wasn't one of my faves. Like I would probably, if something else was on, I would probably watch the something else. But yeah. I do remember Cat Dog. 
That's fair. There was like that. There was like real monsters. Yeah, ah, uh, real monsters. Yeah. yeah. Yep, that was an interesting one too. I guess SpongeBob technically counts. I think SpongeBob it was late counts. 90s. It was ninety nine. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure. And the ninety nine two thousand season, it's you know I'd say the first two or three seasons are probably the best of SpongeBob. Oh yeah. It gets a little bit. That's another worse. show that I will watch today as a yeah. full blown adult, which. Yeah. Yeah. Secretly I, hoping that we can get our son into it so I can watch it and have an excuse. So. I still remember the episode where everyone was cursing. <laughs> they had like the boat noises. Yeah. <laughs> that was genius. Uh, Patrick, your genius is showing. Uh, that's a great SpongeBob quote. Um, but let's yeah. let's transition though. So we're talking yeah. about children's animated sitcoms. So we yeah. know damn well we were also watching adult animated. <laughs> Oh, of course. Absolutely. On, on TV. So. Like every nine-year-old, we, we right. knew all about South Park. and. Uh, well, also as a kid, you don't control the TV in your house. So, like, no. whatever someone else older than me in the house put on the TV is what I watch. Yep. So, I was exposed to a lot of the dull animated sitcoms. And, yeah, you, you can complain and say some things. But I turned out just fine. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. You know, go to a therapist occasionally, but I'm all right. Uh, <laughs> so. Um, so I'm trying to think of like the big, like the two or three that everyone thinks of typically for the best. What are you thinking? Like for adult like... animated sitcoms. I'm thinking. Well, we of can course... just talk adult. I mean, it doesn't have to be like the best. It can be like your favorite, maybe. Okay, but, like, we can do that. Again, That's fair. I don't know if we're qualified to be saying these are the best. I'm but... as qualified as anybody on Rotten Tomatoes. Thank you very Ooh. much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my favorite, um, just for how consistent the first ten seasons were, is The Simpsons. Yeah, that was really big in my house growing up. Yeah, um, I remember my sister, um, closest to me in age, watching it, and that's how I kind of got exposed to it. And I'll mention that too for some of the actual just like adults that comes we talk about here. But mm-hmm. yeah, that was it was it was big. Like we watched it, and yeah, did I understand everything? No, because I was a child. But well, that's the great thing. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. <laughs> That's the great thing about The Simpsons is that the comedy is so broad that you appreciate new things each time you watch it, regardless of how old you are. Yeah. Like, Homer's always going to do something stupid that anyone can understand. Yeah. And to me, the best comedy is a balance of physical comedy, which tends to appeal more to younger viewers, and then situational and dialogue within sitcoms appealing to the to the older folks so yeah the simpsons i mean i would put the best season of the simpsons ahead of the best season of south park as good as south park can sometimes be because that's another one too but i can admit i didn't get into south park one i was not allowed to watch like it was interesting south park was not on in our house but i think that's just because it might have been a little too much yeah like i think it crossed the that's line fair. in my house it, it crosses a lot so, of lines in a lot of houses so it was never on so i didn't get into south park in terms of watching it until i was again in my teens and i was like what is this and then i was like oh this is <laughs> yeah that's what this is but yeah that would be another one definitely not my favorite but i used to watch it not as much of course now and i don't think my 
I don't think I even watched it a ton when I did get into it. Like, I just kind of watched it here and there. What I never got into were the Seth MacFarlane comedies. I never oh, got into Family, like Guy, Family Guy. Never and... got into the Cleveland show. Um, yeah. Just didn't do it for me. I know it does it for, like, a lot of other people. Yeah. Um. That, I'm indifferent about that one. I don't really have any opinions. <laughs> yeah. That was another one where, like, maybe you would randomly come on in my house growing up. Um, or even, like, as a teenager. But it wasn't something that was on to the point that I would have an opinion on it. Like, I don't... I didn't watch it enough, and I don't watch it today to be able to be like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's fair. Another one I never got, really... I never got into King of the Hill... I did get um, into King, like of King of the Hill. I found that fascinating because it was just about these white people mm-hmm. <laughs> in, Texas, in Texas. And I was yeah. like, what? White people are like this in Texas? Yeah. So like, for me, it was like an educational thing, which is terrible. But then it, it turned out it wasn't that far off from from Texas. <laughs> it's weird. For me, I didn't like the animation style for some reason because I'm, oh, okay. I'm not into Beavis and Butthead either. So Beavis and Butthead was on in my house, but again, I had older sisters. Yeah. So MTV was very much a thing. Daria, all that stuff was on. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember those. I don't remember Beavis and Butthead, though. And I know that, yeah. But King of the Hell, I remember. That was something that played. It was almost played as much as The Simpsons, to be honest. Wow. Yeah. And again, I think it was my family's fascination with like <laughs> how white, white Texas how culture. white yeah, like the white Texan culture, like how white people were portrayed or being portrayed, especially southern mm-hmm. white people. So it was very interesting for my family to watch. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure we watched it for a while too. I, I remember many episodes of King and the Hill. Yeah. Wow. I, I can't yeah. remember any, to tell you the truth. Neither. Yeah, like I said, it was played about the same amount as The Simpsons. So, yeah, I remember quite a few episodes of that show. <laughs> <laughs> not that there's anything, I'm not proud of that. Um, <laughs> but like I said, it was more fascinating than anything else. I will say that, you know, enjoying The Simpsons growing up, um, and even liking children's animated sitcoms that had those little tongue-in-cheek moments if i hadn't had that background i don't know if i would watch a show like bob's burgers today yes that's another episode but yes i know i agree i agree yeah i love me some bob's burgers yep yeah it's one of our one of our go-tos but since you brought up earlier adult sitcoms and i did as well yeah think we should discuss our favorite adult sitcom so i don't i can't pick a favorite oh come on i can't because i know which one you're gonna say but i grew up watching that too like that was on the tv almost more than the other one that you mm. expect me to say because i love it mm-hmm. but i i can't pick between those two and i feel like everyone else is gonna expect me to say it anyway so no, like it's okay I mean, if you can't pick you can't pick. no so i grew up watching multiple 90s adult sitcoms again mm-hmm. my household didn't control <laughs> the tv i watched what was ever on the tv um and that ranged from things like living single mm-hmm. down to seinfeld mm-hmm. 
I would probably say if I had to pick just based on how many episodes, which is all I have seen, <laughs> it would have to be Friends just because I've seen all. That's but great. I've also seen every single episode of Seinfeld, which I don't believe you have. So here's the thing. <laughs> the show was not the same after Larry David left. But those first six seasons were so good. Yeah. Seinfeld's your favorite, by the way. I guess yes. I should be Seinfeld. Clear. Seinfeld is my favorite sitcom, period. Um, and it's solely based on the strength of those first six seasons. Um, I honestly think that Friends, across all of its seasons, has higher quality it's than consistent. Seinfeld across all of its yeah. seasons. Um, yeah, I mean, Seinfeld did get weird. Yes. It got weird. Yeah, and I wasn't... <laughs> I can do weird if it's believable. No, it got it weird. Wasn't. It got yeah, weird it that got what, it got weird. bizarro, and it wasn't... Yeah. Like, it wasn't realistic. But I do, like you said, I do enjoy the earlier seasons of Seinfeld. Like, I laugh, like, every time I see it. I remember the first time I saw um, the library episode with bookman and i was just like this is just perfect writing perfect casting like as brilliant and it was little moments you know the parking garage um it just yeah the bet the deal i mean just very simple concepts but so many storylines interweaving and yeah, I could I could nerd out all day on Seinfeld. You sure could. So I'll let you nerd out on other stuff. <laughs> I don't need to nerd out. I'm not so like you can definitely tell where you like when you're passionate about. You went to school for film and so like you you very much get into like the nitty gritty of anything that's yeah. on TV <laughs> yes. or on the big yeah. screen. And whereas for me, like I don't remember like specific episodes. I just remember moments on shows mm-hmm. and like those moments stick with me. Could never tell you which episode it was, could not if I wanted to, but I could tell you the moment. Um, but I think it's also important to mention some of the shows that I think like are also just as good. Mm-hmm. I do think Living Single is just yeah. as good as Friends, and I, I think it's sad that it didn't get the same hype. Yeah, that Friends you know got and still gets to this day. I remember that being on in my house just as much as like Seinfeld, Friends, and mm-hmm. I remember it being just as good. Um, yeah. I don't know what the did reason you, behind it is. Did but... you watch the um, CNN did a retrospective on sitcom? Are you asking me if I watched a CNN? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, I did not. Because that that <laughs> um, they broached the subject. They had the creators of Living Single, and then they had the creators of Friends, and um, you know it was it was heavily implied that. Uh, the Friends concept having the success that yes. it did was poached off of yes. Living Singles. 100%. Which, which I think was. it's very clear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, some other shows, though, that I really liked. Martin. Mm-hmm. That was always on. That was always on. It's hilarious. Um, I love Frasier. I don't know why. Someone's going to be like, why? <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, but I can sit and watch it all day if I need to. Like, I just kind of like... Um, <laughs> It's like a comfortable show just to have yeah. on. Like I, I'm pretty sure I've seen a decent amount of those episodes. 
Have not seen every single one. But I would I've think seen, not because there's like three hundred. I was going to say there's, but I can remember, like I said, moments. Moments. I can yeah. remember things from like older, like later seasons. But um, that's just one of those like shows I can put on and just be like, that Niles. That Niles. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I'm trying to think of some some other shows that I don't think get a lot of. I guess Moesha. That's more like young adult sitcom, but like... Yeah, I mean... That's another one, but I would probably put that more with young adult. I don't see too many adults. At least when that was out watching that, but... Now, we talked a little bit earlier today about... um, Just casually about Fresh Prince. Curious what your thoughts are. Where is my brain there? Yeah, Fresh Prince. I remember. I like it. That's another... That's like another Seinfeld situation, though, for me, where old aunt viv like i can't the, the new ones i just we, i know, think everyone has their opinions about that situation i think so too yeah but i just think she was a much more well-rounded character yeah and i enjoyed those first few seasons a bit more because there was a bit more balance um with the plot and the characters so. i agree i agree um trying to think i there's some 90s shows that i never got into and some people might be really like upset if I say some of them, um, like the nanny. Um. No, I never got the nanny. <laughs> I can't. Or, um, I can't do Fran Drescher's or, voice. What do you I'm call sorry. um King of Queens? No, nope. um, no, I never. However, got However, everybody loves Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. I I will watch that. But that is <laughs> an underrated sitcom. It's good. I mean, I think a lot of people kind of dismissed it a little bit at the time as simplistic or you know too focused on the family but they milked a lot of drama out of the parents being across the street yeah and a lot of comedy and it's the episodes still stand up pretty well from syndication like i can still have it on in the background it's a chill show like the set is very relaxed looking it's interesting because you would think because of my like of everybody loves raymond that i would like king of queens but different it's just it was a different feel totally like the comedy to me was slightly different like i didn't really get into it as much the huge difference in that one is like phil rosenthal being the uh co-executive producer on everybody loves raymond am i the only one who heard who the somebody dancing to somebody feed Phil. <laughs> probably not but he is a very good writer and a very astute observer of family yeah so he his presence elevated that like kevin james was tight with ray romano and they probably still are but most likely different they're different comedically they have different gifts is what i'll say wasn't Dif- different emphases roseanne never got into roseanne <laughs> i would hear the harmonica on the theme song and i'd be like nope that's like my not gonna do go it go to bed <laughs> it's it's too late <laughs> you know um yeah. i think that was on occasionally in our house it wasn't on often enough that i don't actually remember moments from the show because we didn't watch it enough for me to like be like oh i remember when oh my mom my mom much. hated roseanne yeah she never yeah i don't like she her. thought she thought roseanne was too crass so mm, she was just that yeah. wasn't too far off. um yeah. <laughs> trying to think of other shows that were kind of like just i think i was too young and 
and I haven't tried today. I don't even know if you can stream it, but like shows like Murphy Brown. I'd like to watch Murphy Brown sometime. I never got into Murphy Brown either. Yeah. But that's definitely yeah, I think one that's worth looking one into. That, like, I don't think I, like as a kid, I could not appreciate that show. But maybe as an adult now, if I wanted to try, I could potentially get into it. But I'm not, not sure. Don't know if there's any other shows from... Well, we never we never talked about Family Matters. I mean, that was yeah, an okay it was, show. I, yeah, I feel like we probably should have brought that up when we were talking about like. Well, yeah. Um, sister, sister, and stuff. But if Family Matters, I loved, of course. Yeah. Yeah. For me, like any show that showed diversity or people who look like me, I was usually all about it because it was just nice yeah. to be able to see that on TV. Exactly. Um, because it's a different dynamic for like black and brown families than it is for like white families and so being able to see that portrayed on tv was definitely something i enjoyed so of course um family matters i think a different world kind of counts i think it ended it in the, the 90s it but ended like, in the 90s but, but it was still there was still so there. <laughs> that counts um i try to think like a weird one that like people don't think about often not because it wasn't necessarily good, but it's just like it was kind of just out there. Um, I mean, there was Third Rock from the Sun, where John that, Lithgow was an alien. That think, was weird. Yeah, yeah, that was that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I is remember that, is that, that the one, one you're looking for. <laughs> that that was the, probably the one I was looking for. Um, Married with Children. Married with Children was interesting. My dad loved that show. <laughs> that was his favorite, and my mom hated that show. <laughs> So that was always a I fun one when that. that would come on because yeah. he thought Al Bundy was hysterical and my mom was just repulsed by Al Bundy and Peg. So that was that was fun in my house when that came on. I think the only other ones I guess I want to mention would be the one that we didn't talk about when we were talking about young adult sitcoms, but we definitely should, which is Boy Meets World. Oh, we didn't mention Boy Meets World. Yeah. I feel differently that about it now than I did yeah growing up um growing up i loved it and it was yeah, it was good i liked watching it um now knowing some of the dynamics that exist <laughs> that yeah. existed back then don't really have the same feelings for it it makes you look at it a little differently but um if you take that out of it, it can, uh, i can kind of appreciate it a little bit but like i i don't feel the same way about it as i used to yeah for me like I think every season of Boy Meets World had its moments, like as everyone got older. Yeah. Um, but there were just, it tried to be too dramatic at times for a sitcom, for my taste. Like, I'm not somebody who is going to be like, well, there always has to be no hugging, no learning, like Seinfeld. Yeah. I think Seinfeld's world needed that ethos, but... Um, but Boy Meets World was just, it was like a soap sitcom at times. Like, they tried to kill off Mr. Turner, and I don't know, that was never resolved, and that bothered me, even when I was like six years old. I was like, wait a second, this guy was here, now he's not here, but they didn't say he died. It yeah. looked like he was in a body cast, but he was still, like, functional. Yeah. Like, even if they would have had a line about a feeding tube or something, it would have at least, you know... Okay, the writers tried to wrap it up, but 
I'm trying to see. So the other one that I think maybe they were trying to be similar to, but like I don't know if they actually had any episodes during the 90s because I didn't watch it until the 2000s and that's Degrassi. I know it was out in the 80s. I don't know if it was like present in the 90s, but I'm guessing like they were trying to maybe bring some of that drama from like high school and and stuff because like Degrassi, the one I grew up watching, got heavy. (laughs) But here's the thing. Here's the difference with Degrassi, in my opinion. Degrassi is shot like a drama. It's a single camera Oh, 100%, setup. yeah. Boy Meets World is not. It's a multi-cam. It's a, shot, it's a shot, sitcom. Like a sitcom, yeah. And so when you are when you establish those visual boundaries, you expect a certain thing. I mean, there are exceptions to that, but, and I'm not saying sitcoms couldn't be dramatic. All in the Family had its moments, you know, but yeah. to try to do that as often as they did, yeah. um, it was a little difficult for me to to vibe with i agree i agree i mean like i said i feel differently about it now than i did um when i was young enough to actually like care that it was a thing um as an adult don't feel the same but some honorable mentions smart guy i was just gonna say that (laughs) (laughs) it's just because i pictured omar gooding's face yeah smart guy honorable mention wasn't on the air long it was but it should have been it was funny so that's a good honorable mention um on behalf of my younger sister she she if she were uh sitting with us on this podcast right now she (laughs) would say lizzie mcguire i never got into it but whoa she liked Lizzie McGuire. Well, well, That's well, 2000s, well. isn't it? Yes. Damn it. Like, we're, she is our age. If they are our age, okay. it was not in the 90s. All right. Well, I give up. I think we have. <laughs> that has listed. to be a whole nother episode. We can talk about 2000s, Y2K. We can talk about all that stuff, but like, not yeah. this one in the 90s. That's fair. It's 90s. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We can get into that some other was time. Was Smart Guy 90s? Yeah. I think it was only on for like a year or something. No, it was on for more than one year. Was it? It's only like two seasons though, right? Two or three I'll seasons. I have to check on that. Smart guy was totally the nineties. Wait, is he our age? But he was like young <laughs> because he was in Sister Sister. So, and I think that's why that happened. We're like disqualifying ourselves as nineties kids. <laughs> is that what's happening? I mean, uh, I'm a nineties kid. I didn't enjoy the nineties like I feel like some others did because I was a child. Yeah, we were minors. <laughs> Uh, but I'm pretty sure I'm gonna check right now just right. so I can uh, like end this episode not getting this disqualified. We still got a quote from 1997. Her. All right, so. you win. <laughs> we'll get to the what did our child say this week that <laughs> we were happy about? Um, you mean the the shit my toddler says? Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, for me, my quote is, <laughs> "We're in Target, Mama." I'm happy. <laughs> Love it. So uh, there you go. He loves him some targets. So. Don't we all? Well, <laughs> this has been fun. We will recap the 2000s soon, I'm sure. But uh, yes, that is that is our episode this week. Follow us on the gram at Mike in Bed, and we're on LinkedIn as well. Have an awesome week, everybody. And happy birthday to you. Oh. <laughs>